The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, folks, you can always listen online at the website depetro.com on this very sunny Monday. Uh, folks, this portion of the program, before I get to that, uh, I, I do want to make mention of the fact that I am so glad we are back on our uh, normal page. You can now see the Facebook Live back on our normal page, which is John DePetro Show. We got it up and running last night. And uh, we are live this afternoon. We are going to be going out and uh, covering a story later this afternoon. And then I believe we're going to return tonight. And I can already see the numbers back up. Please share that you're watching. Let everyone know that Juan is back on its John DePietro show on Facebook. John DePietro show on Facebook. I will um, just hold it up for those that are maybe watching on our live stream. You can see it uh, right there. And then there I am. And then, folks, uh, please share that you're watching. Click the like button and then share. And we are off and running on this uh, very sunny Monday. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by Henry Oil. You know, we still have some time to go with winter. Call Henry Oil today. Call them and make sure your tank is filled. Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery serving Rhode Island and um, Massachusetts. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil. Call them today at 401 401- 5210200401521021 for Henry Oil fuel oil diesel gasoline delivery or Rhode Island success story since 1947 it's Henry Oil serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern mass online at henryoil.com budget plans automatic delivery service contracts lock and cap pricing it's Henry Oil call them today 401-5210200401 Five two one zero two hundred for Henry Oil. Those that are watching on uh, Facebook Live, you can see there is the den of thieves right behind Juan, which is the uh, Rhode Island State House. There it is, folks, and we're going to be covering that. But we do have news. We do have news, and we want to get to it. And it has to do with President Trump was on Fox News uh, just a short time ago with Harris Faulkner, and I want to uh, play some of that. And some of it is. Um, is still developing regarding uh, <coughs> there was a moment where um, uh, Harris Faulkner actually fed the president some news that was not entirely right. While President Trump was speaking, Harris Faulkner said that the Department of Health and Human Services secretary had resigned. President Trump said, well, that's a huge victory. Then she corrected herself on air. He has not resigned. So it was very odd. It was not, certainly not the president's fault. But, folks, President Trump, and I'm glad he's speaking out because the situation at the border, it is it is an absolute sheer disaster. It is a crisis. And what we have to be careful of is uh, we know that a lot of those people would be heading to the certain states that they're going to skip past. And some of them they're going to head right for. And one of them would be Rhode Island since we run sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. So let me go to um, this is President Trump on Fox News with Harris Faulkner. Just a uh, short time ago. Now, and I want to double check this with our producers. Um, the DHS secretary. Oh, what happened? All right, hold on, folks. Uh, okay, and let's start. Alejandro Mayorkas has resigned, Mr. President. Your well, first. I'm not surprised. Good. That's a big victory for our country. 
hold, hold on. Let me let let me stop. Let me stop. Let me listen to my team one more time. Forgive me. Forgive me. That has not happened. Uh, but uh, well, and I apologize. Okay. Listening to the team okay. and you. Cross off but that I know that you. <laughs> well, and I want to tell everybody, you issued a statement last night, and you called for that, though. And, and you're just talking about him, just to clarify, and as somebody who you feel is not competent to, to handle what's going on. So let me clean up on aisle seven with my error. He has not resigned, and let me move right to what you are calling for, and others, too, for him to move out of the way and possibly get somebody who can do the job. Your thoughts? because it's just happened now. And I want now, to I'm going to guess that, uh, so I do want to hear President Trump, but I want to, um, I want to, I'm going to guess that they were saying into her earpiece, Harris Faulkner on Fox, that last night the President Trump called for him to resign. And so I think they may have been saying in her ear, ask him about, he, you know, asked him to resign. She is, oh, he just resigned and then says that on the air. Now, let me play some of the other cuts. President Trump on Fox News this morning talking about the border. And even for, you know, I was, um, I mean, look, we won the election as far as I'm concerned. We had a great election. We got almost 75 million votes, but we were going to uh, make it even more stringent with the understanding that we want people to come into our country, but they have to come in legally. Very simple. So, let me, let me ask you this. I, I want to get back a moment and, and revisit the COVID-19 because that policies and even, for, you know, I was, um, I mean, look, we won the election as far as I'm concerned. We had a great election. We got almost 75 million votes, but we were going to uh, make it even more stringent with the understanding that we want people to come into our country, but they have to come in legally. Very simple. All right, so that is President Trump. Now, again, the media then jumps on that. And how did they allow him to say that? He is saying basically what uh, everyone knows and believes. I mean, that's basically what he's saying. Let me hear um, a little bit more. Now, folks, this is this morning. See, I think it's smart that they have President Trump out there talking about the border. That's what put him in. The border is a mess. And... He should be out there talking. So whether it's him or his team, whoever's decided at this point that they're going to have him come forward and uh, start to talk about it. I think it's a wise move because there's no one effectively pushing back with what's going on the border and the border crisis, which is what it is more than the president. By the way, folks, and right now at 12, uh, 12 minutes past 12, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. What's interesting about health and human services is that was the job Ramundo wanted, that Gina wanted. Let me hear. Um, Nothing to do with. This is uh, President Trump on Fox. That are destroying our country and taking away freedom of speech and taking away people's rights. You know, I, I want to get to this because it's just happened now, and I want to double check All this. Right, with so this is where she makes uh, the mistake again. The I want to find uh, a little bit more sound of of the interview of President Trump. He was on Fox. Um, I, I'm glad that he is, in fact, as I mentioned, folks, speaking out. Somebody has to speak out, and there's no one better. Now, they're all... You know, the um, the media is jumping on this mistake. By the way, that that's not he's not the one that that made the mistake. President Trump isn't. It was Harris Faulkner, apparently on on Fox that that really that made the mistake. 
So it was it was not him. And I want to find a part where I think he even says, you know, you you called me. Um, you called me. I didn't call you. Harris Faulkner questioning why he's weighing in on politics right now. So they contact President Trump. You know, this does not help Fox News in any way. This does not help Fox News uh, in any way that has really been struggling. But it's they're the ones that that made the mistake. How about that? They call him. They'd like to have him on. So he agrees to go on with Harris Faulkner. And then she says to him, uh, why are you speaking out now? <laughs> and then President Trump says, hey, you're the ones that called me. Right. He had, uh, you know, Fox, without question, has taken a, they've taken a beating since they called they called Arizona prematurely. They wouldn't call some of the other states. And um, and then they they have him on. They have him on and then they give him false information. So that that is that is not what happened. Um, I, I will this this, you know, just, you know, happened a short time ago. So. Oh, I do want to get uh, the full, you know, full video of him. Um, and then apparently he then talks about Dr. Seuss. So I want to hear that again, folks. This is President Trump speaking out where first they mistakenly told him that um, that the, the DHS secretary had resigned. He had not. But let me hear. This is uh, President Trump. I believe he he goes into the, the whole Dr. Seuss which thing. Nobody has ever seen before in order to accomplish the Green New Deal nonsense. Uh, they're destroying it with woke. When China looks at woke and they see the biggest problem we have is Dr. Seuss. In the meantime, they're building factories and trying to kill us in so many different right. ways. They laugh at us. They think we're so... Frankly, they think our country is stupid when they look at this, when our competitors look at what's going on in our country, taking down the statues to great heroes and so many other things. Now, uh, I do it because I want to do what's right, and they are destroying our country, which nobody has ever seen. Now, folks, again, that's President Trump. And then uh, I want to find um, just it, it is odd that she falsely reported that the DHS secretary had had resigned, um, and now she's being questioned. Sort of thing you should confirm before asking a former president about it. So Harris Faulkner is um, is really coming under fire. I want to hear where he mentions Dr. Seuss, Which nobody has ever seen before in order to accomplish the Green New Deal nonsense. Uh, they're destroying it with woke. When China looks at woke and they see the biggest problem we have is Dr. Seuss. In the meantime, they're building factories and trying to kill us in so many different ways they laugh at us they think we're so frankly you know what's funny is that kind of echoes what it really echoes what um what bill maher had been saying about the situation with you know china is just cleaning our clock as the left is getting bogged down uh with with all this stuff let me hear a little bit more i think this is president trump talking about president biden what do you say about the transparency with the current administration? Well, there is none. There is none. What do you say about the... All right, so I don't know how this uh, interview came back. Um, uh, yeah, she then had to walk back. She falsely reported on air that the DHS secretary had um, had resigned. So that's a... 
Huge mistake with that. Let me also hear. Now, this is President Trump this morning on uh, Fox. Here we go. The violence to our country because many of the people coming are not nonviolent people. They're violent people. Many of the people coming. uh, These countries don't send out their finest. And in some cases, I'm sure you have wonderful, fine people. But you also have criminals. You have uh, murderers. You have uh, sex traffickers. You have a lot of very bad people coming into our country and bringing the violence. Some bad hombres. Without question, there's definitely uh, some bad hombres coming in. So that's President Trump. And I I do want to um, I am going to talk, folks, about the situation at the border is dire. Uh, We're going to touch on that. We're also going to um, touch on and speak with uh, Representative Blake Filippi coming up next hour. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. Again, uh, I, I direct you to the website. Go to depetro.com, Folks, we have exclusive stories that you can't get anywhere else. And one of the uh, sponsors, we have different sponsors on the website, is if you're looking for a handyman or a deck staining, it's uh, Jamie with Jay Freitas. Now, you can go to the website, depetro.com. Hey, handyman service. And you can contact him, 837-4545. 837-4545 as far as deck staining and handyman service or interior painting. Whatever your home may need. Jamie is so talented. And with a handyman, how many people you've had different things go wrong and maybe you were hesitant to have someone come into your home and repair it because of COVID, but now you have some different things. Maintenance of your home or office keeps things operating. Their best prevents major problems. Difficult to find the time to do it. Handyman service always comes in. How many people would, you know, forget about your son-in-law that keeps promising to come over. Call instead a real handyman. And it's Jamie J. Freitas Construction. Again, you can uh, call them or find them on Facebook. But I have a direct link. If you've been saying, you know what, I need, call them or text them, 837-4545. Or maybe you've been saying that you need a handyman. Maybe do some light painting or deck staining in your home, 837-4545. For J. Freitas, F-R-A-T-U-S, construction, handyman service, and deck staining. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to say good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. We uh, have our our uh, old page up and running. Thumbs up to everybody that is tuning in. We're really going to be doing a lot with the Facebook Live, and, and we have to, um, especially what's going on. This situation at the border, I don't think it's being accurately reported on enough. And I'll tell you something else that's happening is no one is reporting that I am hearing that there are efforts being made to try to lure uh, some of these individuals to certainly come into Rhode Island. And President Biden, as much as he wants to, you know, and won't basically owe up to the fact that he has created the crisis on the border. Now, right now, it's 1221, folks. It's John DePietro. We go until 2 o'clock. But this was yesterday on ABC's uh, This Week. Stephanopoulos was off. It's uh, it's Martha Raddatz. And this was uh, yesterday where they're doing a segment on the situation at the border. A significant surge coming after President Biden ended Donald Trump's so-called remain in Mexico policy. Requiring asylum seekers to wait there for their court proceedings. Since then, many of those tent cities 
lines along the Mexican border have emptied out as people start streaming in. We were there when a bus of 56 asylum seekers arrived at Casa Alitas, a Catholic charity shelter in Tucson. Men, pregnant women and children stepping off the bus with only what they could carry. This father, who asked that we not show his face, traveled to Mexico from Brazil with his wife and three young kids before crossing the border. Would you have tried to do this, Listen to this. when Donald Trump was president? Listen, Definitely not. No. Definitely. We had the chance, you know, the, the same violence that's going on today was there last year. We used to watch the, the news and uh, I, I definitely won't do this. So did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Basically, basically. Uh, the main thing was the violence in my country. And the second thing uh, I think was Joe Biden. You know, that is um, that is ABC, by the way, that put that out. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1222. It's John DiPietro on this uh, beautiful sunny. It is uh, spring is in the air. It is March 22nd and it's the first Monday of spring, a very pleasant 54 degrees. It's going to be sunny all afternoon and nice temperatures all week. You know, this is a problem. This is obviously a major problem. And not only that, but this also shows of what a deterrent, you know, you have the two difference you have people that encourage it and then people that act as a deterrent and i'll give you know a good example if you have a stretch of road if you have a stretch of highway and you have state police or just police there and they have the radar gun out they don't even have to pull anyone over they're acting as a deterrent to people that are speeding if you have a stretch of road that never has any type of law enforcement there there's no deterrent, and you will have people speeding. So now, conversely, Mayor Alorza, he runs a sanctuary city. He encourages, come live here, right? Especially he's from Guatemala. Come live here in Providence. You'll be protected. Come live in Central Falls. Come live in Pawtucket. Come and live here. When President Trump was saying, we're going to build a wall, and you're not going to be allowed and we're going to deport you. And so, listen, this man is telling ABC, I came here because of President Biden. I I came here because of President Biden. Now, I want to play this again. And I also want to um, I, I also want to get to the fact that would you have tried to do this when Trump was president? Definitely not. You know, there's the deterrent. President Trump, what did he have to do? Just his presence kept the people at bay. Now, there's more specifics as far as they were being held in Mexico. <clears throat> they weren't just allowed to come here. Now they can just come right over. But here you have one of the people point blank. Did you come here because Biden was a elected president? Yes. So um, I want to play this. Um, I want to play this again, folks, because this is this is all the evidence that you need. This is all the evidence that you need that many times it's it's the element of the deterrent. And there's, there's countless examples of it. But this also shows if you had uh, a governor of the state that was against illegal immigration the way Governor Kachiri was, you see a decline. If you have governors like Governor Mundo basically ran a sanctuary state, Governor McKee so far has been untested. We'll see whether or not he gives driver's license to illegals. But this is, tells you all you need to know.
about President Biden. And that is basically they're running. We have an open border. Let's hear that again. This is yesterday on ABC This Week. significant surge coming after President Biden ended Donald Trump's so-called remain in Mexico policy, requiring asylum seekers to wait there for their court proceedings. Since then, many of those tent cities along the Mexican border have emptied out as people start streaming in. We were there when a bus of 56 asylum seekers arrived at Casa Alitas, a Catholic charity shelter in Tucson. Men, pregnant women and children stepping off the bus with only what they could carry. This father, who asked that we not show his face, traveled to Mexico from Brazil with his wife and three young kids before crossing the border. Would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president? Definitely not. Definitely. We had the chance, you know, the, the same violence that is going on today was there last year. We used to watch the, the news and uh, I definitely won't do this. So did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Basically, basically. Uh, the main thing was the violence in my country. And the second thing I think was Joe Biden. You know, we have violence in our country as well. Uh that person who, again, you know, good for ABC. They did get him to uh, go on the record with that. But, folks, that speaks volumes. I mean, they're they're telling you right there the reason they're coming in. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in our live stream on Facebook Live. If you'd like to be part of it, just find the page. It's John DePietro Show uh, on Facebook. You click the like button. And the importance of the like button is you then get notified when, in fact, we go live. That's the real part of it. A lot of times people, we go live and people are just unaware, in fact, that that we had gone live. And that way, by clicking the like button, you'll find out whenever we go live, whether it's each day at noon or at different times when we go and cover different stories and also when we... Um, when we cover breaking news. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 1228 on this Monday is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today. Were you in an accident over the weekend? Or maybe is it someone uh, that you're related to or a family member or a friend or a co-worker? If you're in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Call Kenny today. If someone hits your vehicle, they'll handle everything for you. They'll get it back on the road, showroom-like condition. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 401-272-3340, located right off of 95 behind the Providence Public Safety Complex, 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Now, I'm also seeing this story. I'm going to talk about the Providence school situation, which is getting worse. President Trump says he left a couple page letter to President Biden in the Oval Office that was from the heart because I want to see him do well as he bashes his immigration policy and demanding finish the wall. President Trump said he left a couple page letter for President Biden from the heart. I wished him luck. Uh, he did it in an interview with Lisa Booth couple pages long, wanted him to do well. He trashed the uh, border policy. Um, let's see. Tradition ongoing president leave the letter. 
letter waiting for him. He wrote a very generous letter. Then Biden said at the time, President Trump said a couple pages long. I want him to do well. He declined to say what he wrote. Biden said he would not reveal the letter's content until he talked with President Trump. It's unclear when was the last time the two men spoke. Uh, I don't want to say when Booth asked him we wrote. That you know up to him. I guess he'd, he wouldn't do it without my approval. The letter will eventually become public. All notes eventually go into the National Archive. Uh, in the nearly 60-minute podcast interview, Trump reiterated many of his own complaints. His, fault, his claim he won the 2020 election. He was a victim of a witch hunt. Um, and Mike Pence, who did not support his effort to overturn the election. Trump also claimed he never conceded to Biden. Look, he's there. This was President Trump now. Rigged election. I would never concede. Even as Trump said he wished Biden well, he slammed him for his policies on immigration not finishing the border wall. Uh, Trump said his advice to Biden on the border was to, quote, finish the wall. And he claimed his long-finished border wall just about finished. You could finish it in a month. 1,900, basically 2,000-mile U.S.-Mexico border. The president built 452 miles of wall. Yeah, but some of that, only 80 miles of new wall have been built. Uh, a lot of it has already existing barriers built in previous administration. Hey, that's still a lot. And dangerous criminals right now, you have this, this open uh, border. Meanwhile, President Biden said he will visit the border at some point. So now, if he went down there, let me um, play a little bit of this. Hey, Are you thinking of going to the border? At some point, I will, yes. Do you want to see firsthand what's going on in those facilities? I know what's going on in those facilities. President, why do you think the message to the migrants telling them to stay home, to go come now, why do you think that hasn't resonated yet? What more, more can be done? You know, this business, we, we are not doing them any favors by having them come here. We are not doing those countries, folks, any favors by allowing those people to come forward into our country. Not in any way. Now, um, right now it's 1232. Folks, good afternoon. Here I am. It is Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. Coming up next hour, we're going to speak with Representative Blake Filippi. But um, I mentioned it last hour. And this is a, uh, this situation with the, um, this situation with the education commissioner in in uh, this in the teachers in Providence, where they have now voted no confidence. Providence teachers vote no confidence in the commissioner and the superintendent. The vote was held over the weekend. Two hundred and seventy employees informed they have to apply for different jobs in the next school year. So they're very upset about that. And but this battle that is going on now, Dan McGowan is reporting. That back in October, they were going to take a no-confidence vote. Calabro, Mirabeth Calabro, said the union plans to release more details about the vote later today. But the membership has been asking for this since October. Sheer number of collective votes speaks volumes for the will of the membership. Um, so I guess we'll get more details on exactly how many people and how the vote went. 
In a statement, the education commissioner and the superintendent called the no confidence vote a classic tactic used by union leadership during collective bargaining. Wasn't surprised to see it here in Providence. We won't be distracted. Our focus has always been during the hard work transforming our schools, meeting the needs of every Providence student. Status quo has not worked for the past 30 years where every student was left behind. Now, what we don't know is, as you you may or may not know, Biden is basically a puppet to the teachers unions. But what surprised me on this is on March 4th. Now, let me just uh, quickly look. Today is the 22nd. March 4th was Governor McKee's first press briefing, Thursday, March 4th. And then you had the week of the 8th, the week of the 15th. Today is Monday, March 22nd. At that briefing on stage was the education commissioner, Angelica Infante Green. And I asked her, you know, she had said, if we don't have a deal, if we don't have a deal with the Providence Teachers Union by the first, by the end of the year, I'm going to take drastic action. Suddenly it's March. Nothing has been done. So I asked her, and I think it's a fair question, if this, if the negotiations are a baseball game, what inning are we in? Are we in the third inning? Are we in the fifth inning? Right? Where are we? Got a long way to go. They've been doing all this supposed negotiating. And this is what she said back on March 4th, which is very surprising, the fact that basically the relationship is described as toxic, that they're at war. This whole business of 270 people are displaced. But you're going to hear my question. It was two years ago in May. Now, this is the end of March. So we're about 60 days out from when that John Hopkins report came out, the Wall Street Journal. That was two years ago. Nothing's been improved. I get the pandemic. But listen to her answer. Been in school all year. They have not. You're going to hear me and then the question. As regards to the Providence contract, if this were a nine-inning baseball game, in your mind, where are we in that game? Because it's, it's coming up on two years, but there was the Wall Street Journal, Education Horror Show nightmare. At the end of last year, you said, if we don't see action, I'm going to take drastic action. Right. Where, where are we with that contract? We're in the ninth inning. We're ninth in the ninth inning. inning. Yeah, and we've been negotiating for over like 300 hours. So we're, we're, we're at the tail end of that. Folks, that is, um, there is um, ninth inning. Uh, no, ninth inning is basically, ninth inning is paperwork. Ninth inning is signatures. Ninth inning would be, it's going to go to the membership. You want to make sure you just, you know, dot the I's, cross the T's. That would be ninth inning. Does this sound? See, this is a problem because if you're negotiating, you have to know where you are in the negotiation. Now, I expect her to say, unfortunately, we're stuck in the fifth inning or sixth inning, whatever it is. Also, the amount of hours, she said 300 hours, that is, um, that's, that's actually irrelevant because a productive negotiation could have been done in. You know, I, I'm not saying it happens, but an hour or see, th- this is a problem if she's equating the amount of hours to the success. Well, we've been negotiating for 300 hours. Yeah, but you haven't gotten anywhere. Irrelevant. One does not equal the other. What matters if, if you could get a lot done in, you know, whatever it is.
in six hours or four hours, if you can, if you're moving the ball in the right direction. But the fact, if you don't know where you are in the negotiation, then you really have problems, right? That's when you really have a problem. Now, they're clearly not in the ninth inning. So there's one of two things of this. Either she doesn't know where they are. Neither one, by the way, is a good option. Because if she doesn't know where they are in the negotiation and she's giving Governor McKee false information, that's a problem. That's a problem. If he's saying to her, he was on the stage. If, if she, if that education commissioner is saying to him, oh, it's almost done. Really? Right? They, they, were, they, were, they, they just, their idea of done is they just, you know, did a no confidence vote. That doesn't sound done to me. That sounds like you're stuck in the middle innings. I don't know what went on the first three. I don't know what happened in the first 300 hours. Now, keep in mind, Governor McKee is inheriting this. He's inheriting this problem from Governor Mundo. I think it's really interesting back in October, they wanted to take a no confidence vote. Now, that would have been interesting in the middle of the, really as the new school year was beginning. So my question is, did Governor Amundo convince her conversations with the head of the teachers union, and I mean the real head, the higher ups, right? The real higher ups in the union. I don't mean the locals. I mean, the higher, did Governor Amundo say to them, Please don't have a no con. Don't let them do a no confidence vote right now. I'm trying to get a job at the Biden administration. I don't know. We'll try to find out. But neither option is good. It doesn't sound like they are anywhere close to a deal. And it's going to be a, um, an expensive deal. Now, here's the thing. I am not. Uh, it's not lost on me. At 1239, folks, I want to explain something. It's not lost on me. Of right now, the people who live in Providence and send their children to the Providence public schools are not really my audience. I am well aware of that. I don't think other talk hosts know that, but it's not. However, we, all of us, if you listen and right now and you pay taxes in the state, the city of Providence gets over $300 million from the state. And they get a lot of money for the schools. They get a tremendous amount of money for the schools. So in some way, and especially since it's been a state take a state takeover, whether you realize it or not, the reason why we have skin in the game is because we give so much money to Providence. If Providence funded itself, then I, I really it's not a priority to me. It's really nothing. I don't want to say I don't care, but it's not something that um, I think a lot of people would be preoccupied with but that's the reason um the schools in providence this is you know two years ago and it sounds like nothing was done they've taken the no confidence vote now you have mckee now mckee has a decision to make does he really want to go to war against the teachers union i told you they play the long game they are professional negotiators um that education commissioner she either a didn't know and made a mistake or B, she wasn't truthful. You can't do wishful thinking. You can't do, you know, but I asked her, when do they go back in the classroom? She said, oh, I, if it were up to me, I'd like them to be back tomorrow. That, that's not an answer. Okay, you don't have a magic wand. No, that's not, the question is not when do you want them back in the, oh, it was up to me, it'd be tomorrow. That, that's not an answer. 
because it's not happening tomorrow, right? If she truly thinks they're in the ninth inning, well, then they have a bigger problem than we, than we thought they do. So either she didn't want to say, well, we're, we're having a major problem here. We're having a major problem. Um, she didn't want to say that. I don't know why. Because uh, now it just comes back. What does that tell you with her judgment? If she really thought we're in the ninth inning, let me let me play it again. I mean, that's what she said. This is the person, and she should know. She's going to be held accountable. She's saying they're in the ninth inning. Let me play it again. This is education. March fourth, education commissioner Angelica and Fonte Green. All year, they have not in Massachusetts. As regards to the Providence contract, if this were a nine-inning baseball game, in your mind, where are we in that game? Because it's it's coming up on two years, whether it was the Wall Street Journal, Education Horror Show, Nightmare. At the end of last year, you said, if we don't see action, I'm going to take drastic action. Where are we with that contract? We're in the ninth inning. Yeah. We're in the ninth inning. Yeah, and we've been negotiating for over like 300 hours. Yeah, so doesn't matter. Doesn't matter it was three hundred or three thousand or three, um, but a problem is if you think you're in the ninth inning, because I communicated with someone on the other side, and they told me their words, not mine. She's delusional if she thinks we're in the ninth inning. So neither option is good here. Either she misled us by saying ninth inning. Or what's worse would be if she doesn't realize that they have a long way to go. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this sunny Monday, we had a beautiful weekend as we're thinking of spring, is brought to you by Bethel Certified Soft Wash and Power Washing. Now, their website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. Here's the option. You can get a hold of Jared today and you can call and text him. Uh, all you have to do is take a photo of the area. Maybe it is the side of your house or a building, or maybe it's a walkway or a patio or a basketball court or stairs. Same day, free same day text estimate at 401-617-2585. The company is Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Certified Softwash. Look for them on Facebook. I've met with Jared. He's done work in my home. It's fantastic. And maybe over the course of the winter, maybe you thought that either a house or a fence or I said a lot of people think uh, maybe in the winter some of that that green algae and moss, maybe it'll just die off. It doesn't die off and it's bad for the structure. Get rid of it. Get rid of it effectively. And on top of that, what they use is biodegradable. It's plant safe, low pressure. Uh, Jared is just fantastic. Folks, contact them today. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text them. 401 617 2585. 617 2585. You can also find their website. It's Rhode Island So that's obviously another story that is um that is in the news. And it's um that is really problematic. This is not gonna go away. So this is uh this is a difficult situation. Uh, with that, the situation with the border is is people there think it's an open border. And, you know, let, let's be very clear about this. 
We can't have open border. We should not be having an open border. I also want to, I'm looking at a headline, Providence and Pawtucket are expanding the vaccine eligibility to all adults in hard hard hit zip codes. Folks, the virus is not exploding everywhere. But the virus is exploding in Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls. Those three, that triangle continues to be a problem. But my point is the rest of the entire state should not be treated like those three communities. That's where the problem is. But why are we treating, why are we treating the entire state the way that basically that, you know, that they treat um, why should Warwick Cranston be treated the same way as Pawtucket and Central Falls? The answer is they should not, but they are being treated that way. If the, um, if the virus is worse in those areas, which they are, so much that you even have to open it up, the age limit, then the thing that to me that would make sense to do would be then you have to limit things can't be open there as much but i don't understand and i just don't agree with this business that we're penalizing everyone that they're penalizing everyone and treating everyone the same when everyone is clearly not the same now folks remember if you want to email me go to the website depetro.com um yeah that's true question about the head of the Providence Teachers Union. I mean, think of that. That's not going anywhere. And and, and I've said this, folks. They uh, they play the long game. They are professional negotiators. McKee's got to decide. Um, they didn't like Angel Tavares. And so what did they do? They recruited Clay Pell. And they had him run. Now, I'm seeing that the head of the teachers union, and I mean the real head of the teachers union, I mean, like the higher ups. See, all of this, they have local people, but this is quarterbacked out of like the top person. That's how organized they are. And they have absolutely just run rough shot over Biden. Biden is a uh, thank you for the email, Scott. Folks, go to the website, petro.com and click on uh, contact John. They have just run rough shot over Biden and they know that he's not going to defy them. And people have written about it. He can't buy them off no matter how much he tries to buy them off. Um, There was another story. Providence targets teacher seniority and bid for uh, more diversity. So that is also a problem. Rainy Weingarten tweeted out, the best way to recruit and retain educators of color is to have a contract environment supports, not blames, undermines education. Sad, Gina leaves, Peters attacks the union. So, you know, look at that. So now Raimondo is now seen as sympathetic to their cause. So I believe that Governor Amundo convinced them, like, don't do anything right now. And uh, basically, whatever happens, that's up on the new guy. That's going to fall into the lap of McKee. Uh, Ramundo, Governor Amundo had no interest, zero, in going to war with them again. Uh, let me also see. Trump tells Fox News, Biden administration enforcing nothing, nothing is migrants making in the year despite health order. Think of that, folks. I mean, you would think at the very least that President Biden would say that we're not going to allow all these people coming into the country during the pandemic. But they he he is he does not they he is not driving the train on that. 
they they could do the have the hard work would be to try to get legislation passed about illegal immigration. The Biden people are not willing to do it. So what do they do? We have an open border. That's what's going on. We have an open border right now. They're not stopping anyone. And I played you the sound. But what we have to be on guard is, okay. so people from Guatemala can make it into the United States. Let's see. Where are they headed now? What area has one of the largest Guatemalan populations in the entire U.S.? How about Providence, Rhode Island? How about a, a, someone from Guatemala who's now the mayor of Providence, who promises them safety, who promises them a sanctuary city, who promises them they can vote, who's now even promising reparations to them? It's a, it's a major problem. I mean, by all accounts, they are now trying to lure more of the illegals to come to Rhode Island. And that is a problem. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you and I'm showing holding up a bottle on the Facebook page with our live stream on John DePietro show Akai Berry pick up a bottle of Akai Berry this incredible antioxidant you can find the website akaiberry.com you can pick up a bottle of this at Dave's in East Greenwich and also it's my health 1099 Mended Road in Cumberland just a small just a shot of this each morning and it keeps you nice and healthy and it replenishes your body Akai Berry Pick up a bottle today. Uh, it'll, it'll replenish your body. It keeps you healthy. You just need a little bit each morning. Pick up a bottle today. You can go to their website. And it, I recognize it is pronounced Isai, but I do it. I pronounce it phonetically so you can find it in the store. This beautiful blue bottle. Looks like a wine bottle. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. Akai Berry, the incredible antioxidant. Pick up a bottle today at Dave's in East Greenwich and also at It's My Health. Well, folks, good afternoon. At 1251, it's John DePietro. Next hour, we're going to speak with uh, Representative Blake Filippi. He's the lead Republican in the House. We're going to talk to him about a very dangerous bill that is making its way uh, up at the Rhode Island State House. We're going to talk to him. Now, in regards to anyone that's listening right now at 1252, either you're listening on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Everyone, if you're watching on the live stream, you can see this, the beautiful Rhode Island State House uh, in the background. There it is, the Den of Thieves. You can see on this uh, blue sky uh, type Monday. There it is. Let me have a thumbs up, everybody tuning in, enjoying on Facebook Live. Make sure you share that you're watching and click the like button. But folks, um, but if you are trying to get an appointment, it's very, very frustrating. So if you are trying to get an appointment to get the vaccine. Now, if you don't want the vaccine, I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. I cannot do that. That's a personal decision that you make. If it moves into that people are going to be forced to get it, that's a whole nother discussion. But right now, you don't want to get it. I, I, I know that I can't convince you to get it. But for those of you that do want to get the vaccine, I highly encourage you to go to the main site, which is Rhode Island Vaccine. You scroll down. Now, people that I've been talking to have had much more success trying to get an appointment in the private sector than with the state sites. Now, what I mean by that is on Friday afternoon, they put up, and on Friday afternoon, they had spots available in Middletown, and they had spots available at the Dunkin' Donut Center. And all of the appointments were made and gone within an hour, okay? However, I am hearing from many people 
that Walgreens, CVS, Stop and Shop, you're going to have a lot more success making an appointment there. I know of someone that went on to the site on Saturday. Walgreens had a bunch of appointments available. They had appointments of different days. Their website doesn't go down. They tell you, Stop and Shop says it's two minutes, you're next in line. I encourage CVS, apparently they free up spots at all different times. I heard of someone that got an appointment of CVS at three in the morning. Other people, different times. So my my advice to you is the state website is very frustrating. It goes down, it fails, it falters. Right now on this, and by the way, it's all free. So if you get the vaccine at Walgreens, it's free. If you get the vaccine at CVS, free. If you get the vaccine at Dunkin' Donuts Center or Middletown or Sakonasset, it's all free. Stop and shop Walmart. But I believe you're going to have more success getting at one of the private sector places like the pharmacies as opposed to the state site. Now, if you are frustrated, and there are people, by the way, uh, in their late 60s who still can't get an appointment, All I'm going to tell you is I believe, listen, you have every reason to be upset. It has been frustrating. People know people in different other states that have already been vaccinated. What I'm going to tell you is I believe, despite the incompetence, and this falls on Governor Amundo. She took her eye off the ball. I I don't think she wanted to do anything to help Lieutenant Governor McKee look good. He inherited a mess. He's trying to get his hands around it. But I, from what I understand, that in the next three weeks, if you keep trying to get an appointment, there's going to be so much vaccine flowing in that despite the incompetence from the state, in the next month, there's going to be so much vaccine that will be much easier to get an appointment. So as much as they've been talking about these shots in the arms, none of that matters if you can't get an appointment. But today is Monday, March 22nd. Now, what I mean is this week, next week, the final week in um, Monday, which is March 29th, the final month, uh, Monday in March. Then you have Monday, April 5th, and then Monday, April 12th. I believe that uh, by, by um, unfortunately, it's going to be after Easter. But I think if you can hang on for, the, it, for about in the next month, Really, two to three weeks, a lot more appointments are going to free up. But I encourage you to try to get one with the private sector. Um, I did get, I want to say hi to my friend uh, Larry that listens. He had a very good experience. He received his vaccine at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. He said it was terrific. He had nothing but praise for the National Guard, the people there. I'm very glad to hear that. Our friend Larry from Cranston, who's a big listener of the program, was telling me he had nothing good things. However, other people, the state website has been a problem. So, but I will encourage you folks. Now, again, it's, it's entirely up to you. I cannot convince people uh, to get the vaccine. But just know uh, there are still people dying of COVID. And no one that has received the vaccine has died from COVID. I repeat, no one that has received the vaccine has died from COVID. There are people that have received the vaccine that have died from other things but they're not dying from COVID.
So just know that, and then you make your own decision. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, we're going to speak with Representative Blake Filippi coming up next hour. But this portion of the program is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Roland today at Brothers Disposal at 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. You can find them on Facebook now with Brothers Disposal. They're offering weekly trash collection services. Call them for an estimate, 401-688-0517. Or maybe you're doing some spring cleaning. It's a lot easier. Your home or business, if you put what I call is a purple dumpster in the driveway, and then you clean out the garage, and then you clean out the attic or the basement, Brothers Disposal, they'll deliver it right to your home, 401 401- 688-0517-401-688-0517 for come on brother call brother roland at brothers disposal so folks representative blake Filippi is going to join me at 110 president trump did speak out earlier you're going to hear about it the one o'clock news he was doing an interview on fox and and rightfully so he is talking about the just uh, atrocious situation at the border and that's what it is and it's inexcusable and it shouldn't be happening. I also want to remind you, the more you're hearing about illegals coming to Rhode Island, and folks, not only that, they want to toughen the gun laws and make it harder for you to protect yourself. I want to remind you again about Allstate Lock. You can call them at 401-349-0042. Get security cameras outside your home or business. Allstate Lock and online at allstatelock.com. But if you go to depetro.com, you can then link right through. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePetro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. Next hour is website only, depetro.com. So next hour, uh, we are going to have Representative Blake Filippi is going to join me a lot more. For those with Facebook, I will be out doing a Facebook Live a little bit later this afternoon. So find the page, John DePetro Show. So here's what we're going to do. We'll get an up- news update in the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. The power hour is next. Leave it right here, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Right now, though, let's break for the 1 o'clock news. 9.9 FM, W260 DC.